सो दे गो इन टू अ कॉम्पिटिशन एज फर्म फेवरेट्स ऑर्ड्स ऑन फेवरेट टू विन द टाइटल बट वॉट डू सी आफ्टर अ वीक्स टाइम लूजिंग आउट टू अ मिनो वेल वॉट एम आई टॉकिंग अबाउट आई एम टॉकिंग अबाउट इंडियाज परफॉर्मेंस एट द साफ चैंपियनशिप वेर दे लॉस आउट टू मॉलडीव इन द फाइनल हेलस नो वी हैव ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड मोर ऑन दिस एपिसोड ऑफ इंजरी टाइम So joining me on today's discussion is Nitin in the studio. Hey Nitin. Hey Naveen. Disappointing week to say the least. And joining me on a phone call today is Sandeep who's on a road trip. Sandeep, where are you joining us from today? Hi, hi. I am joining you from Kerala. All right. This man is in Kerala. Calicut I'm assuming your hometown and also the home of Gokulam FC. Yeah, yeah. There only. I hope to see if I can get catch a glimpse of them training or something. I'll just have to check with the coach. All right. So before we get dig deep into gokulam and you trying to catch the coach let's talk about the saf championship what is happening this team was supposed to win this competition hands down but on saturday we saw them lose out to a team that was not supposed to win sandeep coming to you first how did this happen what exactly panned out well uh, maldives i think uh, gave a national holiday so you know how big it was for them to win this title so uh, yeah it is a great win for maldives but uh, it is actually a pretty terrible performance from india and i think we have kind of spoken about this uh, on and off saying that uh, although they were winning you really didn't see any particular style of play or kind of you know uh, any particular uh, they were mostly wings and crosses into the box which is uh, football 101 but beyond that once Once Maldives decided, okay, we're going to sit back and absorb the pressure, and you know, try to head out everything. Then it becomes about you know, Plan B. Can Anil Thapa unlock the midfield, or whatever it may be? But on the day, it just just didn't happen. Nathan, you, I remember you were one of those guys who came out and said this team might face some troubles going deep into the competition, especially when the knockouts begin. Are you happy with what you saw, or are you disappointed that India lost? Well, uh, I didn't get to catch the game because I was busy on that day, but I fully expected India to comfortably win this game. I mean, after their uh, performances in the group stage where they easily got past Maldives, uh, I fully expected them to win. So it came as a huge shock when I saw the result that they had actually lost. But uh, on the whole, very disappointed. I've been uh, reading a lot of backlash against Stephen Constantine and how he employed a long ball tactic throughout the game, failing to you know try and switch things while they were suffering. But uh, on the whole, disappointing performance. Sandeep, a little more about the final. We have seen this in the past, isn't it? Especially a Stephen Constantine side, when your plan A doesn't work, your plan B is just to lob those ball ahead, directionless. Even if a man is there, if a man is not there, players just tend to just lob those ball ahead, just giving out position and not nothing more than that. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, again, we have to kind of give a little bit of credit to Maldives for the way they defended and uh, played, and kind of you know unlocked uh, whatever India had to throw at them. Uh, they, India missed Changte, who was suspended, who uh, who had a great, uh, I think, was one of the best, better performers for the country in the in the entire tournament. But uh, you, you can always argue. I mean, I heard Constantine's post-match comments and saying that we disappointed ourselves, not anybody else. but i think you successfully managed to disappoint most of us who have uh, who like watching indian football despite the questionable coverage in the sports and the no lack of time whatever it may be while the telecast was happening but it, like you said it, this is not something that is uh, a first time for india the interest to or the key i remember uh, i think even you were there navin uh, when we played uh, guam or the one of the teams in the early rounds of the qualification 
and uh, india was just tipping the ball sandeep singhen was just tipping the ball at that time uh, to the front kind of aimless but you know kind of towards whoever was up front i don't remember if it was robin but uh, they were doing the same even this happened uh, with anirudh thapa also the guy who so much is expected out of and i, I think he will end up being a good player for india at the end of the day but he was suddenly the first time they are behind in a game uh, they are all of them a little young probably did not know how to uh, kind of get their composure back and the two mistakes that they made for the goals which is like schoolboy errors you cannot you cannot just uh, let people run and point at the goalkeeper and those kind of errors are not i mean it had a terrible individually it was a terrible game for a few of them and the biggest problem is tipping the ball uh, mehir has written an article uh, recently which i thought was very interesting one of the points that he brought out which uh, we all hope, i think we all once we see it will totally believe it is tipping the ball is fine but when your wide men are not equipped to control it on the run or get it down in one touch then it kind of gives them the defenders time to come you know if you're taking two touches to control the ball the defender can close you down quicker we see big teams top teams in europe and all doing it but they have players who can just control the ball on the run even if it's a bad touch it's not that bad so uh, we've always been taught when we are in grassroots to always keep the ball on the floor so that you know even the goalkeeper has to throw through the floor so that the guy can control it easily so i really don't get uh, i honestly don't understand some of the tactics that's gone here exactly sandeep what really surprised me in that final especially was players taking two or three touches just to control the ball if you are taking two to three touches to control the ball you're just losing out on time and letting the defender come close to you and mark you out and moreover thapa was played out of this game manveer singh a guy who some thought could just cement his place in the senior team with his few performances here and there completely out of the game sandeep you might be happy sumit pasi scored that one goal vishal kath had a terrible game yeah i thought manveer you know if you have a striker who's a top scorer your first option should be to feed it into him and once you figure out okay the crosses are not working and then you have to feed it to his feet when into the box or work your way you have to give it to him and he was kind of ostracized for large periods of time when he got it he got half chances and not to say india didn't have chances uh, i think subhashish had a close one and there were a couple of headers that went wide but uh, really at the end of the day it's not a result that we can say okay we played better than maldives and lost uh, Definitely, we did not play better. The quality of possession was not that great. Absolutely. Now then, coming to you, many people say this is a very young side. This counts as an experience. But having said that, did you expect this under twenty three team to play the way they played in the last match, especially in that final? Well, not really. I mean, I was impressed with their first three games. I thought they did pretty well considering their age bracket. And I know that the opposition is isn't to a level that India plays against normally. But having said that, I felt that they played well in the first three games. The final was very disappointing. I managed to catch. a glimpse of the highlights vishal kate could have done better for the first goal probably and i agree with sandeep that india did miss changte in the final i thought he was brilliant throughout the tournament his cameo appearance in the semi final was very good i know he got sent off at the end but he did make an impact when he did come on so changte was a big miss in the final and uh, coming back to constantine's tactics I mean I don't understand when you have a ball playing midfielder like Anirudh Thapa in the middle of the pitch why would you employ these long ball tactics it's always easier to go for simple one touch football try and keep the ball keep the ball as much as possible so I'm I don't agree with the tactics that Constantine employed I think he could have done much better given given the quality of opposition and let's not forget that Maldives got into the semi final based on a coin toss 
so that just gives you the magnitude of india's loss but sandeep haven't we seen this in the past whenever you see a national team play those long balls directionless long balls in the past you've seen constant and come out and say this is not what i want from the side this is not what i asked them to do yeah I, you were there at the press conference and i asked that question and the follow up question that i asked was uh, so why are they doing it why are you not telling them not to do it if, i mean i don't get it it's just you can't just wash your hands of saying i didn't tell them to do this but they did it on their own so you go tell them at half time you uh, shout at the defender and say what are you doing just pass the ball to feet i mean i i don't get it and also if you look at i was just kind of looking at uh, the overall time that constantine has been here uh by and large we think it's been a good time uh, because your rankings have climbed you've qualified for the asian cup uh, but then you look at the kind of th- oh, let's see the number the teams that were here in in the saf cup the best team was uh, 150 rank and uh, afghanistan who used to be the regular you know biggest contender for india is not no longer here because they went to the other zone because they felt the competition was too too weak here and then now on top of that uh, if you look at the national team as a whole uh, i think someone told uh, that they they've won three titles in the last one or two years if they won an intercontinental cup with uh, kenya new zealand and taiwan or chinese taipei uh, where kenya didn't send their best team new zealand sent uh, i think at under 23 side and uh, did india lose or somehow managed to scrape a draw or something in that no they lost to this yeah, under 21 new, new zealand side as well Oh, okay yeah so that was a and somehow managed to win in the end because i think chinese taipei was very very young they just did not know yeah. what hit them and then uh, we played a tri-national uh, tournament with chenkitis and navies and mauritius which is also counted as a cup i don't get it why is why are these cups these are things that uh, india has hosted with teams that are not really at the level that india is at and we still kind of struggled against new zealand especially new zealand had an indian who was running rings around us so uh, in that sense but overall if you take out sunil and gurpreet from the indian national team we are still looking for people who can give you answers and uh, i uh, it's i i'm not very sure how much we have come from where constantine was when he took over the national team in the last 3-4 uh, years absolutely sandeep yeah because i think you look at it in a nice way because under win government india did not play anything but that sh- that shouldn't be a benchmark to compare yourself to what has happened right in the beginning we were kind of okay with it because we didn't have uh, indian at football indian national team playing so many games so we were kind of okay with the fact that we are doing it but now that we have established that this is the way going forward we are trying to play more games there was supposed to be a game against china i have not heard anything from about it or the dates or nothing since for a long time i don't know if it's going to happen now so uh, in all these things i am not very sure how uh, how much we've improved well especially under constantine since the time he's taken over yes the initial phase was a little difficult because he was thrown into the lions den with the world cup qualifiers happening but i think that was even asian cup like uh, you were pointed out a uh, few days ago asian cup was no longer a 16 team event right absolutely it's a 24 team event yeah it's a 24 team event so obviously your chances of qualifying are more which uh, to be fair india did qualify so you can't take away from this but there is always a chance that with 16 teams we may or may not have qualified absolutely no uh, sandeep the point i was trying to make was it was in that initial phase of the qualifiers where i saw india play better football than what i have seen now 
that game against Iran in Bangalore Oman game that was simply brilliant the way India played the Kyrgyzstan game in Bangalore was also pretty good the way India approached that match and controlled the game Kyrgyzstan game was completely taken over by Sunil Chetri his Absolutely. moment of brilliance along with Jadeja is the only reason why we won that game and also uh, Gurpreet injured their striker in the beginning itself nice way to put that <laughs> i know i'm not it's not a blaming thing they had their one of their better players off the field and i mean at the end of the day sunil had to run from his penalty box to the other penalty box uh, and get the goal done and jj get a good uh, good looping pass as well but it's again down to individual brilliance same against myanmar or uh, one team and udanta was the one at that time who ran and provided the assist right so we we have counted on individual brilliance from players to get through a collective win i think guam was the only one where uh, the home game against guam was a comfortable one i thought a one nil verdict at the last but still it looked like india was playing as a team and they dominated that game one game you can say india played well <laughs> Such moments gives rise to a question that has been often asked in Indian football is constant the right man for Indian football Sandeep your take on this no actually uh, I will I am I don't think we should ever say anything ask for a coach's head or anything like just like that he is at the end of the day I think he's doing the best he can uh, as far as quality of coaches are concerned I I don't know I am sure India if they want they can find uh, better coaches or you know more uh, younger coaches who are more adaptable and who are more in touch with the way the football is going now well especially if clubs in india can get better coaches than what constantine is according in my opinion i think the national team can do better yeah, i mean we we had ashley who was a contender ashley westwood as a contender while he was in bangalore fc i thought uh, but since then you if you look at ashley's career graph it's kind of plummeted a little bit so you don't really know if he is a good option anymore because you don't and ashley is also a training ground coach so as a national team coach you have to also adapt to the fact that you'll only get the players for two weeks uh, or a week before the match and whatever but actually someone who needs people on the field every every single day that's how he gets the drills them into playing good football nationally uh, national team is but again national team look at the exposure tour that we went i don't know you cannot complain about the fact that there was no preparation time you went to sydney just went to sydney without having any games decided and then had to decide on three games played against three clubs only one of which was an ali club the sydney fc which they lost 3-0 two semi professional clubs otherwise why play clubs i well to put it pretty blatantly out there this exposure tour more looks like aiff tours and travel some like someone put it out there on twitter it has got nothing to do with football i suppose they just go there enjoy their time in another country and come back nothing do you think constantine is the right man for the job or do you want to see a change it's not the time to talk about it because asian cup is fast approaching what post asian cup do you see constant and continuing in the job of the indian head coach well uh, the jury is still out on him but uh, whatever said and done he's still going to be the man remembered for taking india to the afc cup he there have been some good things as well as bad things about him the sydney uh, exposure trip i thought that is a complete farce i don't see the point of playing to semi professional com- clubs a complete waste of time and money yeah exactly so i thought it is completely useless and some of his uh, post match comments throughout his tenure have been quite questionable so on the whole i'm not sure i think we'll have to wait for him to we'll have to assess india's performance at the afc cup i know it's not going to be easy and it's going to be difficult for india to qualify out of the group stages but just their overall performance how they fare against tougher teams uh, i think we'll have to make a decision after the afc cup but um, 
I'm not too sure at the moment. Well, like Nitin said, no decision yet till India plays that Asian Cup in UAE come January. But moving on from the SAF Championship in Bangladesh to news coming in from Calcutta. Sandeep, you can enlighten us what's happening there. East Bengal has got some transfer ban we hear. Yeah, yeah. East Bengal has uh, got a transfer ban from the AISF because they tried to sign a player who was under contract uh, going through directly. Uh, I think it's fair to say, you know, Indian teams should start taking contracts seriously because in, over the years we've had, you know, mostly players sign for a year, maybe two years. Now that we are having longer tournaments and more structure to the football, it becomes important that uh, you actually respect the transfer. You talk to the club first and then you talk to the player, not the other way around. They made him sign some pre-contracts in the beginning. I mean, even I think uh, Subdev was the player. Eh? Oh, the, is this the Minerva player? Yeah. Ah, Subdev was the player from Minerva. I think he signed it because he was also not very clear about what kind of contract that was and what talk was there and all these kind of things. And uh, Minerva, were, they weren't aware of it. So finally, when they got an offer from Mohan Bagan, they decided to go for it. You mean he's been gone? No, no, they got an offer from Mohan Bagan which they wanted to, uh, you know, kind of push the transfer through because it is good money, I think. Uh, but then East Bengal had an issue, so this became a bigger, big issue and they had to step in. So you had both the Kolkata Giants involved in this transfer saga? Yeah. Yeah, so I also read this uh, article on Goal.com about this whole issue. And from my understanding, uh, East Bengal had signed. So a draft contract, from my understanding, is has no value. It's not recognized by the law. And I don't really understand why East Bengal would make such a stupid decision. I, uh, I've read reports that Minerva Punjab were actually willing to negotiate with East Bengal for the transfer. But uh, East Bengal wanted to deal only with the player and his agent. So... I think they totally deserve the transfer ban and this should serve as a warning to the rest of the ID clubs to not indulge in shady business. Deal with the clubs directly. I think that would be a much better approach. Well, shady business in Indian football, that's not the first time we are hearing that. But at injury time, we don't spend much time on shady business, don't we? So moving on from shady business in Calcutta to some questions that our Twitter artists have posted. So the first guy from Twitter is Rajiv Goal. If I remember, he was there on last episode as well, asking a question to who? Yeah, was me. Nitin? Yeah, Nitin answered that question. So this time around, Sandeep, I'll come to you. He is asking which player had a stellar performance in the SAF Cup? I thought Mandir Singh, except for the finals, had a decent uh, tournament. Subhashish Bose was forced to correct so many mistakes. So <laughs> I would give him as one of the better performers as well. Like he had to really... Like there were a couple of uh, laps from centre midfield, I mean centre up centre back, and he had to kind of you know run in and kind of solve the issue. So I think these two, for me personally. So that was Sandeep. He thinks Manveer Singh and captain in charge Shubhashish Bose had quite a decent outing at the SAF Championship. Well, coming to you, Nathan, the next question is from Brian D'Souza. Well, he's asking based on SAF performance, who do you think can take up Sunil Chetri's responsibility in the striking department? Do you think anyone can? Uh, at the moment, no. Manveer Singh was uh, impressive for a brief period of time. Uh, I think against in the semi-finals against Pakistan, he scored two good goals. But uh, he screwed up in the finals. Uh, they are currently, uh, it's obviously going to be JJ and Sunil at the AFC Cup. The only alternate I can see is Balwant Singh and maybe Manveer Singh to an extent. But uh, at the moment, no clear replacement for Sunil Chetri. Well, no clear replacement for Sunil Chetri, according to Nitin. 
Next one, Sandeep, it's for you. This is this has got something to do with Bengaluru FC. So coming right to you, a guy who covers football in Bangalore. This is Tejas who wants to know what do you make of Bengaluru FC's transfer business? Undoubted quality up front, but visible absence of a natural left back, Indian centre half, and an experienced centre midfielder. Uh, yeah, I think Bangalore FC will have a tough time this year uh, because they have lost a lot of good players. But they had to, they haven't gained enough of the good ones. The squad depth, if you look at it, is not what it was last year. Uh, they've lost Alvin George, they've lost John Johnson, they've lost uh, the goalkeeper Ralte. So uh, these are big players to lose. They lost Subhashish Bose, who 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 I think is one of the best Indian defenders who are coming up alongside uh, Rahul Beke, because he's versatile. He can play as a left of a three at the back and also on the left side of the defense. So if you look at the whole squad through the spine, over the, over the course of the season, you're going to need your players to step up. Like, we always have a talk about Alvin Jodh, who is, for me, one of the most technically gifted players in India, but he doesn't always perform at the highest level. But even then, he always delivers something. One or two games, he might do something, and those, those are very important over the course of the season to win. So I think this year will be a little bit harder because a lot of the other teams have strengthened. Goa has strengthened very well. Delhi's done a good job. I think Pune also looks good. So, uh, we have to see Chennai, of course, is once again there. They managed to hold down two most of their players as well. So, I think it will be very uh, quite difficult. They might make it into the top four, but uh, even if... And also, you have to look at Carlos Cuarvet, who is a new manager. Uh, has So far, I don't think he's won a game so far. Uh, he lost one... He lost both the games, right? So, uh, it will be tough for him as well. We, we'll have to see. I think... The centre-back they added uh, in place of Johnson, the first time they're playing without Johnson is going to be uh, very important. We don't know much about him. We haven't seen him play a lot. So, it'll be a tough season for them. At least, uh, not as easy as last year. So, well, that was Sandeep with his detailed analysis of the Bengaluru squad going into the new season of the ISL. But sticking to Bengaluru, so this one again comes to you, Sandeep. This has got not much to do with football and things that happen on the field, but outside it. There is Rishabh Agrawal asking you, differential pricing and price hack for BFC, is it justified? 600 rupee ticket for West Block, a minimum, will attendance drop? Uh, I don't think the attendance will drop because a lot of them will be uh, season ticket holders. And Bangalore FC has always given multiple things with season ticket for season ticket holders, right? The, there was some arrangement with Talwakar a few days ago, a few years ago. Not sure if it's still there, but... Uh, and also, if you look at the fan base that Bangalore has, most of them are young urban adults. So uh, they will be willing to spend 600 rupees on the tickets that shouldn't be an issue. Especially in the West Block. The other parts, I'm not sure what the pricing is now. Okay, Naveen, here's a question for you. Alright, that is surprising. So, Abhinanda Ray is asking, does Mohan Bagan's win in the CFL after 8 years make them frontrunners for the I-League this season? Well, uh, quite difficult to say that, isn't it? Last time around, for the past 3 years, East Bengal has been winning that title, but you haven't seen them challenge for that I-League crown in any of those years. If not for one year where they came a little close. So, I don't think winning a City League has any say on the way a team performs in the National League. That is the I-League for Mohan Bagan. But it will be quite interesting to see because I think this is the year that both the Kolkata teams, East Bengal and Mohan Bagan, will be hoping that they win the league title because from the news that we are hearing from Kolkata is that from next year onwards, these teams will be part of the ISL. Quite interesting there. But Naveen, if you look at last year also, you, you would have expected East Bengal to win that uh, I-League, right? 
Yeah, we did expect, but things didn't pan out as per expectations. So yeah, those were the questions. There's one more that Vivek Mohan had to ask. He wanted an in-depth analysis of the SAF loss. I think we have answered him. We had had quite an in-depth analysis of the way India played in that competition. Well, guys, thanks a lot for joining us on this episode of Injury Time. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks, Naveen. Thanks for having me here. And Sandeep, thanks a lot for joining us from Calicut. I hope you have a good time back home and catch a glimpse of Gokulam's training. Yeah, hopefully we can do that. Thanks for having me too. Well, hey listener, that's all on this episode of Injury Time. Well, you can write to us on Twitter at Injury Time IND and like and follow us on Facebook at Injury Time. That's all for today and until we meet next time, have a great week and enjoy the game.